you are now tapped in with Through My Eyes with One Eye. With the eye, world, eye. it was podcast. podcast. Don't forget Don't to tap forget into, the, into the. Ayo, 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 ayo. Ultra Magnetic TV. If you see that gambler stop. Powered by audio plug music. This is none other than your boy Ill Will, One Eye Willie, and this is the world's illest podcast. Through my eyes with One Eye Willie. What up? What up? What up? What up? Thanks. Okay, that's a bit. Get my little producer's corner drop. In. I was about to tell you, give me another drop too. I used to come up to this new one I'm doing. I'm, all right, I'm gonna come up there. Before I get it started, I want to play this. I also, so what I'm gonna okay. do too on the next episode, different episode, I'll, I'm gonna spin your song. So just tell me what, okay, song dope. You, what song you want me to spin, and I'll spin it. The... Yeah. Yeah. You now tuned in to the world's illest podcast. The world illest. Gonna spend some of this cock colors for you one time out of Kansas City. In the house. Make sure y'all go tap in with Kai Colors out of Kansas City. That's K Y K Y E Colors. That's my man, Kyle Colors out of Kansas City. Make sure if y'all get a chance, y'all go check him out on all social media platforms. You can also find his music on all digital platforms. But welcome back to the World's Illest Podcast, Through My Eyes With One Eye Willie. This is season two, episode 21. And today on the show, I have the lovely Miss Susie here, and she's going to talk about her career within the music business, what she has going up, upcoming projects, and so on and so forth. So what's been up, Susie? How you been doing? What's going on, man? I've been all right. Man, that's what's up, man. How you been? Man, I've been good. Nice to meet you. Nice, nice to, to meet you. you. I've been um, I've been seeing you doing a lot of things on social media, you know, sure. um, hearing about the music, hearing about your talent, so on and so forth. So it's super dope, man. I'm glad to have you here on this podcast, on this platform. So Thanks first of all, thank you for coming through. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Um, now, recently, uh, Lil Baby, Lil Dirk, they had the concert mm-hmm. at the Yum Center. Was you able to go uh, check that out? I was not able to go, but it looked lit. Like it yeah, was, I know, right? It was fat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it like it was super fat. So uh, is being from, you're from Louisville, right? Yes. So being from Louisville with seeing these guys come pack the Yum Center out, is packing the Yum Center out something that you see that you want to have to do in, your near, in the near future? It's definitely something I see, and I see it every time I like step in the studio and make uh-huh. a song. 
That's I just picture saying. myself in front of the whole okay. stadium like that that's what's up when right I make there. songs. I know that's probably a, 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 a something that every artist wants to do, you know, go pack out a stadium. Pack yeah. out a stadium, yeah, pack yeah. an arena out. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's always dope. I had the uh, opportunity back in the day. I, well, last episode, on episode 20, I had this mm. dude, Leo Carver, and back in the day, we went to the um, Jay-Z... Hard Knock Life Tour. So we were ah, able to dope. go to the guard, Louisville Gardens yeah. and go see them up there. So, you know, going to those concerts, seeing them things, that's always something big. And exactly. having that packed out crowd is super dope. Um, so like I was telling you earlier on this podcast, we always like to take it back to the beginning so that way my listeners can kind of get a feel, get to know a little bit more right. about you, so on and so forth. So I'm going to take it back to a little bit. Let's ask you a few questions about, you know, your past and so on and so forth. Like, okay. so... Like I just uh, stated earlier, you are from Louisville, Kentucky. Yes, so, sir. um, growing up in Louisville, Kentucky, what was life like? What was life like for you out there? For me, yeah. growing up uh, as a kid, I don't know. I was kind of a, a loner as a kid. Like okay. I just used to do a lot of shit on my own. <laughs> you know, sit in my room, just do shit, listen to music, make clothes, do all okay. type of shit like that. But uh, as far as like growing up in Louisville, I grew up through like the whole. You know, West End area. That's okay. where I'm from. So that's where I kind of grew up, and uh, we moved around a lot. So I seen like a lot of different perspectives mm-hmm. within like the struggle, like type living. Okay, you know what I'm saying. So um, I lost my dad at eight. Okay. So uh, my mom had to like take on everything, and uh, so down. she, yeah, yeah, yeah. So she, you know, always had like three, two jobs. You know. Okay. And we just made a way. So, so growing up in your household after your with, with your father passing away, were you? Did you have other siblings older, or were you the oldest? Oh yeah, one? yeah, yeah. I was the middle child. Okay. Uh, my mama got three, and my daddy got like five kids. Uh huh. And uh, yeah, I was the middle. So okay. And my so mom's you, house was all five years apart, so it kind of okay. So adds to that. the long yeah, tip. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's what's up. So you had an older sibling making sure that you right. were you and everybody else yeah. was taken care of. And then when they got older and went on, it was you who had to take on that responsibility. Right. right? So it's during that time where you did you uh find yourself getting into the music and getting into that whole portion of it? Or was uh, it until later on? Nah, basically like my dad, he was real music head, like, ah, you know, the okay. six twelves in the back, the you know, the whole <laughs> shit. So I kinda that was like like ride with him would uh-huh. make me stop crying and shit like that. So I always grew up around music and That's shit like that. That's dope right there. So. That's what I was gonna ask. So was um that you did growing up, was anybody in your family were they like artistic or um musically inclined doing anything like that and with the music? As far as artistry, yeah, as far as artistry. nah. Nah. I'm probably nah. like the first one. Uh, yeah. Okay. That's what's up right there. So growing up in Louisville too, uh we know it's Plenty of different high schools that you can go to out right. there. What high school did you attend out there? And while you were at that school out there, did you participate in any activities as far as like, you know, sports, yeah. band, choir? I went choir? to uh, Butler. Okay. I went to Butler High School. And uh, there I did, uh, I ran cross country for like uh, <laughs> 10 days. And then I ran track for one day. <laughs> so he was like, I ain't putting up with this. But right? I was a real athlete in like middle school and elementary. So oh, okay, that's what's up right there. Why did you Why did you stop doing it when you got uh, to high school? I'd say like elementary, I did basketball from third to fifth, and then middle school from sixth to seventh, and 
It was that last time. They, I was like, nah, I it's can't. A, it's a wrap. Yeah. Okay, you a hooper, point guard. Yeah, point guard. Right I got my um. Matter of fact, when this podcast, when we done here today, I gotta go sign my daughter up for basketball. Oh, for sure. Yeah, man, I love. That's, that's, so, did you that's play? My thing right there. I used to play in high school. I played. <laughs> I played. I got cut in the seventh grade. I made it to eighth grade <laughs> team. I made. I played my freshman year in high school. Yeah. I was at in the tenth grade. I was at um. We was doing. We was doing. Practicing, you know, conditioning right, and all right. of that. And uh, I'll never forget Coach Cox. Shout out Coach Cox on my Facebook, too. So if you hear this, you know, it's all love. But Coach Cox, man, we were at practice one day and everybody was laughing. So when I started laughing, he turns around and he kicks me out of practice. Out of everybody oh, wow. kicked me out. So from there, I was like, hey, you know what? I ain't coming back. I ain't playing for Coach Cox no more. So I did. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. just, it, it was just like, I'm, but I was still kind of at PE, mm-hmm. still trying to show those guys. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Like, y'all ain't fooling with me yeah. anyway. So, you but know. I never really got, I, I, that was as far as it went for me. So. Right. But I'm pushing my girls. My daughter play volleyball. My son, he play basketball. He just had tryouts on Friday. And then my, my youngest daughter, she's playing basketball. She couldn't play last year because of COVID and everything. So they didn't have a season. So it's coming up. But yeah, I think everybody get, should, you know. Attend the sport. Right, right. Something. We got to yeah, make, yeah, yeah. make something happen. Um, now, um, when I was growing up, I knew early on that I didn't have the skills to rap. I didn't have the skills to do no singing or anything like that. So I, I played the background and I was more or less on the administrative side. So in your earlier years when with dealing with the music, like before you decided to Get into the the role of being an artist. Mm-hmm. Um, did you have a different role in music? Like anybody who else who you were around, who you was kind of like helping out, and then you picked up on the music. Uh, I say yes. I just started rapping like three years ago. So oh, okay. Before before that, um, my brother had went in and made a song at the studio. I'm like, oh shit, you know, <laughs> like I know how I knew how to write, so I was writing songs for him and shit like that. Oh, and then, okay. you oh, know, yeah, That's yeah, yeah. So he wasn't taking it as serious as I was, you know, putting my shit out. So uh-huh. I was like, you know, fuck it, I'm gonna just try it. And then you went in there and did it. So what? What show? Your brother? Did he just do that one song, or did he have multiple songs? Reason why I'm asking um, is because I used to shoot videos back in the day. So that's before I started podcasting. I was a video guy, so I didn't. I, I was trying to see if I maybe have shot something for him. Uh, nah, probably not. It's my little brother. Shout oh, out my little okay. brother Eli. Um, yeah, he he had like two songs out at the time, you know, but he wasn't taking it as serious. Uh-huh. So I, was, I was like, ah, come on. Man. So then I just, you know. So would you say that he was responsible for getting you um, uh, into yeah. the writing and into the music thing? Yeah, so yeah. that's kind of that's kind of cool how you're younger. You got you drew some inspiration from your younger sibling right. to show you how to do the thing. And exactly. Now you've came in and you start doing um, start doing your thing with the right. music. Um, and you say you've been st- you started making music three years ago. Um, when did you decide that you were going to take it serious? Uh, well, I was in college at UK for um, three years. Okay. And it was like my junior year. I was in there like like going to classes. It just wasn't, it wasn't hitting for me. <laughs> I was like, man, it's just boring. You know, they, they ain't helping me. They uh-huh. ain't doing that. You know, so I was like, I got to figure out what my passion is because I was waking up and not liking something that I was doing. And I knew that was like. A wrong thing. You should be doing in life. You know uh-huh. what I'm saying? So, so you when you graduate, what, what year did you graduate from high school? Uh, 2016. 2016, and then you went to UK. Did you get a scholarship to go to UK, or did you just? 
Uh, no, I just went. I got like a, I got accepted and got like uh, some of it paid for, but okay. it was like not all of it. So what were you going? What were you? What was your plans on uh, <clears throat> career path when you went? To uh, my major was uh, digital media and design with a minor in psychology, and uh, I was doing that. And you know, sometimes I would go in there, and some of my assignments would be like, well. Uh, I don't, you know, she don't really like it or some shit like that. I'm <laughs> yeah. like, I put my all into this shit, so yeah, you, like you it. know what? I yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. So I went to, uh, I graduated from WKU. Oh, that's what's up. So uh, my degree was in television production, so that's how I ended up getting into uh, doing the whole video thing. But yeah. yeah, so do you any plans on going back trying to finish? You did three years. I, I actually love school. It's just I didn't know. Uh-huh. What I wanted to do, so I felt like I was wasting time. Right. You know, but I actually love the environment of school, the learning, getting up, and yeah, yeah, it's, it's going, dope. sitting, you know, learning shit. Yeah, I just yeah, like yeah. learning. That's not that's not bad right there. I like that too, man. When I was in school, uh, we, I used to tell my partners when we was in school, half of it is just getting up, going to class. Right. Once you get to class or, or whatever like it's, that, you can make the grade. So it's not necessarily it's necessarily hard. So. Right. Um. Who would you? Well, well, you already answered that for me. You mm-hmm. said your brother. He yeah. inspired you to write to write the music and do everything like that. Um, during the during the time that you've been doing music over the last three years, what are some things that you have learned to help you with your career? Um, life really, <laughs> like like you just gotta be patient. Uh-huh. Uh, I learned that this year. It's a big, big lesson I learned this year is patience. And because uh, I always see myself at the end goal mm-hmm. and not really, I caught myself not really, you know, enjoying the process of going through it. Right. But now I'm getting to that, to that point to where it's like, you know, what we got yeah. next type. Right, you know? right. That's dope right there. That's dope. Yeah, it's definitely a process. You see, what do they say? It takes, uh, you got to put your 10,000 hours in. Right, right. And once you put those 10,000 hours in, you start <laughs> seeing. So you, you start knowing um, once you've accumulated enough time. Exactly. Because things start changing for you. You know what I mean? You look at things a lot different, so on and so and forth. And you become better. You yeah, know, yeah. anything you practice, yeah. you just, you yep. know. And you become better. And that's the main thing. That, that's the main thing, too. As long as you continue with your pen game, right. as long as you continue hitting the studio, man, something's going to come. Yeah, something's going to shake. Do you think that, do you think that if the opportunity never, if the opportunity didn't come for you to hit the big stage, you would you still... Like to pursue a career in maybe behind the scenes doing something for individuals? Hell yeah. Like, I, I'm just happy doing music. So, yeah. you feel me? If I feel like I'm working on it every day. So, you know, mm-hmm. it, it, it's inevitable, I think. I think you know it's going to I mean? come too. You know what I mean? But yeah, behind the scenes, hell yeah. Because I like listening to A&R, yeah, maybe yeah. this, that. You know, yeah. I just I just fuck with music. And plus, that's what I, plus some of that, it's some good money behind the scenes as well. Right. You know what I mean? So that's definitely I dope. actually want to uh, become an actress too and like yeah. director, direct movies and shit. That was my plan going into college. You ever now. seen, um, you ever seen, uh, I'm going to... I'm gonna ask you this question. And I'm gonna tell you what my plan was. Okay. Have you ever seen Frat House and the guys from Louisville who be doing their movie thing? I know they got the Savage Film auditions uh, that they're doing right now. I haven't seen it. Yeah, so it, uh, Frat House, you got um, Daryl, 
um, party all week. He, he he's a DJ too by Party mm-hmm. All Weekend. Yeah. So um, what is it? Hype Vision is the name of that company, okay. and they did a they did a film called Frat House. They did a film called um, Face Mask, and then he's just he. I think Louisville is ha- he's having auditions in Louisville for the Savage. Ah, uh, don't want to out. check that out. Yeah, he did. He moved <laughs> down to Atlanta, and then. He had an audition in Atlanta, and then he's having um, one up here in Louisville as well. So I know when I you said that. film, yeah, it, made yeah. me think, it made me think of that. So definitely, yeah, a, definitely a dope way to uh, get your foot into the get your foot into the door. Now earlier you mentioned that while you were at home, you would work on clothes, put clothes together, certain so on and so forth. Were you uh, making things for yourself to wear, or were you creating a brand? To uh, to for you to utilize. Nah, more so just creating stuff for me to wear, like uh, just different ideas or visions that I had. I would just do it, make it come to life, and mm-hmm. if I like it, I like it. If you know, if I don't, you know. But uh, just putting my creativity to work for real. Okay. With that being said, we're gonna take a commercial break. Rich guy, let them know what's going on with the brand. Hey, do not play, shouty. This portion of the podcast is sponsored by Made by Rich God. God, God, God. And you are now tapped into the world's illest podcast. Come on, come on, come on. Are you a creative personality or sports analyst who wants to record your own podcast for the world to hear? Well, let me tell you about my people over at Buzzsprout. What they do, man, it's amazing. And I hate for you all to miss out. You'll get a great looking podcast website with audio players that you can drop into other websites detail analytics to let you guys know how you were doing are these people listening where people are listening at so on and so forth um and they will also drop you off a few tools to help promote your episodes buzzsprout gets your show listed in every major podcast platform such as apple Podcasts, spotify google Podcasts, and more i mean through my eyes with one eye willie we're on all of those man y'all can go check us out at any one of those sites so check it if you sign up for a paid plan you'll get a $20 Amazon gift card which helps our show so come on and join the 100,000 podcasters that are already using Buzzsprout to send their message out to the world what is you waiting for waiting for this season is sponsored by none other than Fade King's Barbershop you know go down there with your hair all messed up your line jacked up my mans they gonna get you to Together. Shout out to the homie MJ, shout out to the homie Dame and everybody else who works down there. So make sure y'all go check my people out at Fade King's Barbershop located at 1111 North Dixie Highway in Elizabethtown, Kentucky. Man, get Man, that, that straight and straighten out. Get them waves back. Yeah, yeah, appreciate that, Rich Guy. And if you all are interested in anything by, from Made by Rich Guy, make sure y'all go check him out on social media. And we are back with the homie Susie here on the podcast. So, Susie, we were just talking about fashion, and um, my man just was just on, he just did his commercial or whatever. He goes by Made by Rich Guy. Um, when you get the opportunity, check him out. Man. Sure. If you went to the fashion, he's definitely a fashion yeah. designer. He does a lot of different design for a lot of artists in the industry. Um, one of the people who he's rolling tough with, he, who he does a lot of things with right now, is Fabulous, okay. um, Young Blue. Um, and so and it's a, it's a whole story. Yeah. So, man, if you get a okay, chance, I'll go check, check you get a chance, go check him out, man. Okay. He's he from down this way, too. Um, now, every artist... 
they have a different creative process when they go to the studio, when they write, so on and so forth. Can you describe your creative process when you are uh, in music mode? Music mode. Uh, I say the lights got to be dim. Mm-hmm. Uh, I really don't like a lot of people in the room when we went record. I like that. I just like, just me and the engineer, because it's like, the energies is it's all gonna be in your shit. Right, you know, right. Yep. However you feeling it's gonna be in there in your music. So uh, you know, but um yeah, I have a little shot, you know. Mm-hmm. Just get in my zone and rock out. That's what's up right there. That's what's up. I know um we had uh shout out to Mars from Louisville. Um she uh I had her on the show. She has different color coded notebooks that she writes in, mm-hmm. depending on her mood. You know what I mean? So that's, oh, that's why it's a different creative process for everybody. Um, oh, my Rubik's Cube, too. That oh, shit yeah? really give me the thinking. What's the, what's the, what's the Rubik's Cube? Oh, I know what the Rubik's yeah, Cube yeah. is, but how does it... Uh, it's I got it so down packed now. It's just an algorithm, so I could do it. Like While I'm doing it, I just be thinking about, you feel me, the moment. Like mm. It keeps me in the moment type of shit. Have you ever solved the Rubik's Cube? Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. I can't get it. Can't get it <laughs> we yeah. had to learn it in uh, for invitation. These things called invitations in uh-huh. my human human humanities class. My bad. Was that at UK? Nah, that was in high school. In high school. Yeah. Ain't tell us. Ain't, I guess <laughs> you didn't do that. That's crazy. Yeah. Now, now my homegirl, she went to UK. Mm-hmm. She said when y'all went at the when the freshmen first come in, boy, they kind of. Do something to make y'all just be like UK crazy. Did they? Did you ever? Did you go to that thing? It's like to a me. freshman orientation. Ah, uh, yeah. They all in the same. Yeah, yeah, thing. yeah, yeah, yeah. I went to that. I went to it for like uh, two days. Uh huh. And then I was like, all right. So right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it's something that's probably a process. Then okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it made me think about that when you was, uh, <laughs> we was talking about schools. Um. Now, your brother, you said you started rapping three years ago. Did you, is that when you discovered that you had the talent for rap? Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Cause I had never like put it to the test. I really just used to not like my voice. You uh-huh. know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. Just hearing myself, I was like, ah, See, you that's know. how I am. You for real? I hate my voice. For real. I hate it. I don't hate it no more, but at the time I did, you know, and I was like, just fuck it. Like, I'm very good to go do it. See, I, I hate it. Then I get people like DJ Slick here coming. He be like, yo, man, you got a dope voice, man. You need to be doing something, something, something. I was like, yo. I guess it's more yeah. or less when it come to rap. Right. Like, I, I tried to do my thing. Rap, <laughs> and I was like, I got to hang this up. I, I, I could never get my voice down. Right. Uh, so three years ago is when you would say that you recognized that you had the, um, the talent. So when did you recognize that you would have the ability to go further than just having the talent? Because now you're making, you're turning yourself into a household name. Uh, I say right after I made my first song, <laughs> that shit was crap, and I was like, ah, you know, but the feeling of me making a song, I was like, mm-hmm. oh shit, I made a song, you know what I'm saying? So after that, I looked in deeper and was like, okay, I made the song, but now what do I need to tighten up on the on the other shit, right, you know? Right, yeah. So I didn't have a good producer, the, the, didn't have a good engineer, so I had to really invested myself at that point. So mm-hmm. it was just like, I got to go find out what studios is the best. I got to come up with this money to pay, yeah. you know, for this time. Was that hard shit for like you that. to find those resources? Uh, shit. 
Yeah, no, not really. Cause I, whenever I had extra money, it's just yeah, I know where I'm going at. So, who are some of those? Who are some producers that you worked with early on when you first got into three years ago when you first started doing your thing? Shit, I I was really just doing YouTube beats. YouTube beats? Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I didn't yeah, really yeah. start finding producers and shit till this year. So you have have you messed with anybody on the local scene here up in Louisville, oh, hell Kentucky? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, my guy named Culture. Culture, um, Tay Beats, Doc, okay, um, fucking Mike, you know. Yeah, getting it in. That's what's up, getting it in, getting That's it in. Shit. That's why I like to hear making it happen. Now, one thing that I've been seeing and one thing that I was told is that um, they call you the female Lil Boosie. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, they call you female Lil Boosie. Is that because of... The way you sound, or is it because of the content of the music that you're putting out? Uh, I really can't tell. You. I think it's more so how I sound. Really. Yeah. So, did, would you did you grow up listening to to that type of music? Oh, is that yeah. what music that inspired you? Yeah, Louisiana was like a heavy influence. Oh yeah. Yeah, I I, I really like Southern like rap. You know what I'm saying? I just like the way people say their words right. from the South. You know, <laughs> shit like that. Like. That New Orleans definitely yeah, yeah. They definitely have a unique sound. Exactly, like I like it. When you hear them speak, yeah, um, you got the New Orleans. I like the I like the uh, way females from New York speak. I like the way the females yeah, yeah. from New Orleans yeah, speak yeah, yeah. as well. Too. I like New Orleans, New York, Memphis. Oh yeah, yeah, Atlanta, Memphis, you know. Yeah, yeah. I like all Yeah, shit. you get that. See, I'm, I'm originally from I'm originally from Alabama, so Afro. we get those country super super country country people, but they don't sound. It's a it's a little bit different <laughs> than the way they. Sound in right. Atlanta, but you know we still get we still get them. Um, got those individuals to come through. Um, in terms of the overall composition, mm-hmm. what is the favorite? What's your favorite song that you have recorded, and why? My favorite song that I've recorded. Uh, shit. Damn. I probably have like, to say how to act. How to act? Yeah. yeah. You know what? I was listening to how to act. That was, that was one of my favorite ones because I the whole day, you know, my my regular engineer he couldn't uh-huh. get me in. He was busy, you know what I'm saying? And I had I wrote the song that day, right. and I went up to the studio just looking for an hour to to get this damn song out, you uh-huh. know. And I ended up going upstairs. His session came, but I ended up knowing the guys. And I was like, man, please just let me get this song out. Like, yeah. you feel me? Because I couldn't stay later. They had two hours. It was like <laughs> going to be four in the morning. So I was like, please, I just need like 30 minutes to get this song out. And they was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Do your, you know what I'm So this shit was hard. I just went in there and just did that shit in like 20 minutes. Knocked it out. Yeah. That's what's up right there. Um, do you find it? Do you find it hard when you go into the studio to get those things and to meet those deadlines? Uh, I mean, not necessarily. It's probably just me putting pressure on myself. Right, yeah, pressure. You know what I mean. So you would you you consider yourself your your hardest critic? Oh hell yeah! <laughs> <laughs> so people probably love the people probably love the stuff that you putting out. Well, you probably critique yourself so much that yeah. you go back and you're like, you know what? Let me fix yeah. this. I can fix this exactly. Because you said it on your first song, you went back and your first the think your first thinking was, 
what can I do to tighten this up? How exactly. can I fix this here? How can I fix that there? So that's good that you have that, you know what I'm saying, about yourself because it, you know, help push you along further right. later on in your later on in your career versus hurrying up and doing something and putting and stuff putting out. it out. Exactly. Yeah, I get. Exactly. It. I see a lot of artists. They think they think that it's the quantity, but it's right really now, the it's quality. Like, yeah, you yeah. quality. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? You got to give your music enough time to live. And breathe as well. Because right. you could have a dope song, but if you put this dope at song the wrong out time. at the wrong time, but it, it, it. I see people put it out, they put their tape out, and then two weeks later they in the studio working on this. Working on yeah. that. You should be doing the Pushing marketing, yeah, advertising, exactly. and promotion. And I just learned all of that shit this year. You, you know, know what I'm saying? So that's what that that's that's what I used to mm. study is how we can make the money in the game. So back in the day, that's what I would go and yeah. do, is research that stuff. The independent, and I didn't even, I don't even know if I knew the word indie. It was just, how do we get into the business? And I want to learn this all by myself. Only thing we knew is own your masters, own your music. That's right. the only thing, you know? But as far as advertising, marketing, I had no clue about that until I got into advertising and marketing from you know from college and so on and so forth but it is what it is now performances i know with covid last year performances was kind of like to a minimum mm. have you had the opportunity to perform since you have started your career yes uh mainly this year for real i had one last year um during the winter time i can't really exactly remember mm -hmm. but uh yeah mainly this year i've been having you know, many more performances. Okay. And, you know, they've been the shit. Now, so out of those performances that you have done so far, which one would you say has been your has been the best performance for you um so far in your career? So far in my career. Uh I say the one with the homies. Okay. I had performed with the homies. Oh. Uh it was just a dope feeling, you know. Uh -huh. It was just crazy. What was that show? Where did you all have that show at? Have you ever did? Uh, it was at the Z Bar. At the Z Bar, okay. Yeah, I heard the Z Bar. And Lou. And he ever did the vibe yet? The Louisville vibe? Um, no, I haven't. No, I haven't done the vibe. No. Okay, that's what's up. That's what's up. That's what's up right there. Now, um, we were talking about your recording process and different producers that you have worked with earlier. Mm -hmm. Um, I also have a guy who does sponsorship for the show and I probably don't know if you know him or not but he does this thing called the uh, producer's corner um almost like every month so that might be another opportunity for you to go out there producer's corner network with some of yeah. those individuals yeah I've been to two them. of them oh yeah yeah okay that's what's up. I may have seen you out there then. <laughs> <laughs> I may have saw you out there because I, I I like to go check them out too. Yeah. You know, I'm then just to be on, just to be in the scene, yeah, just to see what the new what new artists are out there. Um, exactly. So on and so forth. So yeah, people, anybody who's listening to that, make sure y'all go check that out. And matter of fact, woo, let them know about the producers' corner real quick as we as we take this quick commercial break. Yo, what up? This is John Wu, and this portion of Through My Eyes with One Eye Willie is sponsored by The Producers Corner. The Producer Corner is a creative space for artists, producers, media creatives, and hustlers just like yourself to come out, network, gain knowledge about the industry and the culture. 
Follow me on Instagram at John Wu Got Beats so you do not miss the dopest networking event in the area. Thank you for that, Wu. Thank you for that, Wu. Appreciate that. Make sure y'all go check out Wu and the Producers Corner if you're looking to get your music heard, if you want individuals to learn, if you want to meet some new individuals on the scene who's doing some things, or just come out and network and have a good time. Make sure you check out the Producers Corner. The next one is coming up in November. Now, Susie, as a young woman transitioning into a well-known artist, um, what are some conversations that you have had to have with your family? Like your, you know, your younger brothers, your older siblings, your mother, so on and so forth. Uh, they, they believe in me. Yeah. So should the conversations be like kind of, you know easier than they would if somebody didn't want you doing something, you know what I mean? So yeah. uh, they're pretty supportive. So, I mean, I don't really As long as they support, you know, it's good. Yeah. The reason why I asked that is because I had this question down, but then you told me that your father had passed away. Mm-hmm. But I still want to kind of like get this out. I still want to ask this to see what you think about it. You know what I mean? You can you can answer however the best way that you can. Okay. But I have daughters um, and one of them, my daughter, she likes to dance, she likes to perform, so it's a possibility that she may go in that direction as she when she gets older. And as a father, I would have to be the one to embrace that, you know, and with the dancing, you know, what well, not just that, but you have to embrace her sexuality. Mm-hmm. Um, and being a father, I'm sure that that will you. I'm gonna get behind that because I'm into the arts, into the business, so right. I'm gonna get behind that. Um. I was gonna say, how did how has that worked for you with your family? Because I know with with your father passing away, you may have a a brother, maybe even if he is younger, or uncle, mm. or somebody who you know has that conversation with you. Are like, hey, Susie, I don't know. How have those conversations been? Uh, yeah, they say stuff, but <laughs> it, it, it's really just I, I kind of do what I want to do. Kind of do you know it. what I mean. Cause you got your you got your own personality. And yeah. It's just like, hey, this is just me. I got to do what yeah, I got to yeah, do. Exactly, you know what I'm saying? Exactly, to make it happen. Yeah. But I guess is is they just protect just to make sure that right? Yeah, nah, you know they, I mean? yeah, hell yeah. Things things are good. Um. Now, um. Late here soon. Well, I'm not gonna say here soon. You probably are. You probably are already moving around a lot. Um. But you do you move around out of state? Uh yeah, I just had a show in uh, Covington, Kentucky, right okay. back. Yeah, uh, yeah, Cincinnati. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um I've been down to Atlanta for business, just going through different studios and shit like that. Uh, Lexington, I mean uh, not not much yet, uh-huh. but, but it's, it's coming. Yeah, Cuz I was going to ask you like um how do you how how do you think you're going to be able to cope with being on the road, being gone away from family? You well, I mean, going into college, I was I ain't have no family out there, no way. Uh-huh. So I'm kind of you know right, used right. to that. Yeah, I was the same way. Went yeah. to college. A couple of people I went to high school with, but it's yeah. different. You know, if you ain't got no family have, out yeah. there, so it's, you know it's a different life. But uh, I think I'm prepared for it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely, man. Yeah, I mean, no, no, no other opportunity, no other thing that you can do but be prepared for it. <laughs> yeah. You know, because you're doing your thing. Exactly. Now, um. What's up with your relationship with uh, EVO Music Shoot EVO Music Studio? Evo. Evo is it? Evo? Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. I thought it was EVO. So Evo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My bad, Evo. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out Slick, man. Slick. Um, 
hit me up one day and he had just been, you know, peeping my music out on Instagram and stuff. And that's how, like, he had asked me to come up there one time. Okay. You know, check me out and shit. And that's the first time I ever went to that studio and... You and you talking about Slick the engineer, right? Yep, yep, yep. Okay, that's cool. What do what what have you recorded with Slick up there? Is that who is that the main studio that you go to uh, uh that? I go to Evo and four hundred. And four hundred? Yeah. I think I've heard of four hundred before. I haven't been out there, but I've seen um Slick 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 used to be up there. Well, he used to be in the church, right? <laughs> and then he went yeah, over yeah, yeah. to uh, uh up there upstairs from B ninety six. Nah, then he went to, uh, I think it was downtown recording. I'm not sure. It was okay. Maybe uh, some I'm of those spots. Sure. Some yeah. of those spots. So, um, how to act? Did you record how to act there? Nah, I recorded that at 400. 400? Yeah. Okay, man. Let's get into this how to act real quick, y'all. We got <laughs> Susie here. We're going to spend some of her music too. Um, so, let's check this how to act out, man. Let us know what you think about this. Cheer. <laughs> Ain't gonna play all that for y'all, man. Make sure y'all go check Susie out, man. She's here on the Worlds of This Podcast, and we tapping in. But that's Susie, how to act. That's a dope track right there. Thank you. I like appreciate that. it. I like that. You got so you got some stuff. You do got that Boosie saying. <laughs> got the female, got the female Boosie here. <laughs> you think I sound like I'm from Louisville? Nah, you don't sound like you from Louisville at all. Even Where you when think you, I even sound? when I'm talking to you right now, you don't give me the the. Uh, I, you sound like you're from Louisville. I can tell. When some people sound like they're from Louisville, they with the with here. the with here, <laughs> the ats, yeah, because they use the et. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <Shit>. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my partner, little Bobby, shout out little Bobby, he from he from Louisville, man. Back in the day, he used to always be like, over, over, over. We like, it's over. So that means over. That's yeah. over there. Over there. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> yeah. So. <laughs> it's a little slurge. Yeah, definitely. Lingo, yeah. So in Louisville right now, we got Kentucky, Louisville, period. We got a lot of people doing a lot of different things. Right, right, right. Um, we got Jack Carlo out of Louisville. He doing his thing on the music scene. We got ESTG doing his thing on the music scene. Mars up and coming, doing her thing on the scene. We got producers throughout the state of Kentucky who are doing their thing as well. Going um, crazy. What are, what are your thoughts about these artists here in Kentucky? Shit, I'm just excited for them, for real, because it's like Louisville ain't been on for nothing but the Derby, you know? <laughs> so, so, like, we ain't got no NBA team, you know, right. we... But we, we getting on the scene, though. Like, people starting to notice Louisville, yeah. so... I'm excited for them, and I'm excited to see like how it opens up Louisville for real. Right, man, because they with them, uh, with them being on the scene and opening up those doors, it mm-hmm. gives opportunities for, for other people this, to for, step in. For yeah. like Susie to step yeah, in yeah. and be like, "Oh man, there's some dope talent in there." Because I know people are paying attention. Exactly. I mean, it's it's like you you can't not pay attention yeah, right now because you know, we got to. We, I mean, 
We got Jack Harlow, one of the biggest artists in the mm-hmm. game, and then EST, one of the biggest artists in the game. And I think it's a, it's a, it's a couple other people doing some things too. So, right. I mean, it's like, yeah, we gotta go figure out. Who and it's else. a lot of it's a lot of talent. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. It's everybody's doing something out here. You know, it's everybody. But doing it something. is, it is, it is hard to you know, because we ain't got that platform yet. So, man, see, it's gonna be a lot of people trying to. Knock you off, you and know. See, that's what the reason why I try to create platforms like this so the up and coming artists, the artists who are established, whatever, they can come to this platform as well and then they can just let people know, like, hey, you guys, we do have stuff here in Kentucky that you can do too. Right. I see a lot of people run down to Atlanta. They go down to Atlanta and they peel. Mm-hmm. They peel to be on some of these shows. And right. Like, oh, man, I just. I like doing this just so I can create content. It gives me something to do within within the industry. Um, so this is the reason why I, I like to try to do these things. So I want artists to be able to come through here and do that as well. So um, sure. you know anybody else who wants to come through, make sure you, <laughs> make sure it, you let them know. Hey, come check out the podcast. Because I seen one of the reason why I say this because I seen an interview one time. Uh, they went to Dirty Glove Bastard and do like, yeah. yeah, I went to um, I, I went to do some research on you, but I couldn't find any interviews. It's like, come on, come on over here. So when they come research, you know what I'm saying? You got right. some right here. You got some right here that they can go back and you know we ain't the biggest platform. We ain't the we ain't got whatever, but we are gonna give these artists opportunity. That's dope. So, yeah, so, thank um, you. Uh, so what you what are you currently working on right now? Uh, I'm working on rolling these videos out uh, to the end of the year. You know, uh, I'm working on building my fan base Mm -hmm. and, uh, you know, that type of shit. So you got a project dropping soon? I know, I know you got something special dropping on the 22nd. I'm going to let you tell, yeah, talk yeah. about that here in a little had bit. Act. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, had to act dropping on the 22nd. But uh, yeah, I got some other shit coming up and just trying to build my fan base up so that I have a solid foundation, you know. Uh, I ain't trying to be no one hit one done like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Nah, nah. <laughs> Nah, because you know I know that's not gonna happen because it's Susie Tatiana joint. <laughs> Man, that joint fire. I like that. I appreciate it. I like that joint. I like that joint too. That Susie Tatiana. That's fire. So um, I also hear that um, you uh, you started your own company called Seventeen Mag Entertainment. Yeah, Seventeen Mag. Why did you decide to uh, start your own company, and then why did you give it the seven? What's, what's the seventeen? Hold on. <laughs> I think I know what the 17 Mag What you think? For. What you 17th think? 17th the magazine. Yep. Okay. How'd you know that? I don't know. For some reason, when I see 17 Mag, it was just, it made, <laughs> me, it made me think of that. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah, 17th magazine. 17 Mag NT. I got that name. That's the street um, that my dad died on. Okay. So, you know, that's like my favorite number, 17. It's kind of like the day I was born again, you know, uh-huh. type shit. That's what's up. Giving him, giving him pops the flowers. So yeah, pops yeah. is like, yeah, you you know that he's gonna make sure that this happened because this this rep this is the representation right. of pops. That's what's up right there. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? That's what's and up. I felt it was necessary just to just because like trying to get more into the business. This is like you know one of the mm-hmm. first things you need to even have your name on something yeah, that is yeah. a business. So. So you planning on with 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 um, with seventeen mag entertainment? Are you planning on signing? Did you already sign yourself? 
Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's the set right there. Sign Sign yourself. Myself so three now years I gotta ago. come talk to this. Yeah, I gotta yeah. come talk to my company. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You wanna give me. Exactly. Then we gotta exactly. negotiate this deal. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I like that, man. If you can, you know, you have your own company and then what you're doing, the things that you're doing and building up that fan base, it's always good to be able to be like, do the label deal versus the deal. Like Jeezy, he came into the game, he came with two deals. He had to deal with Bad Boy, then he had to deal with, was that Def Jam? I want to mm-hmm. say. He always, it may have been at Def Jam or Atlanta. I can't remember with the two. But because he was, he sold so much on his own, mm-hmm. he was able to go in there and really negotiate what he was worth. Right. You know what I'm saying? Versus them just saying, hey, we want to give you this. Exactly. And you need to record and put out five albums. Right. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, ah. Yeah. You know what I mean? So that it, it, it's smart that you, um, that you did it that way. Now, you also have partnered up with uh, 623 Entertainment yep, um, to, to start the launch of your new career. The launch of your new career. Right. Now, um, 623 Entertainment, are they based out of Louisville or are they somewhere else? Uh, out of, are they out of state? Uh, no. Nah, uh, yeah, based out of Louisville. Based out of Louisville? Okay. That's what's up. Shout out to 623 Entertainment, man. Can't wait to see what they got going on. Um, making sure, making sure everything, making sure that the artists out of Louisville, um, get what they need to get. Not <laughs> just Louisville, but Kentucky <laughs> as well, man. Cause, um, I don't know if you've ever been down to Bowling Green. Yep, yep, yep. Bowling Green got a lot of dope artists as well. So, um, got to stroll out down there to Bowling Green. They be having a lot going on and so on and so forth. Um, sure. now outside of the music, what does Susie like to do for fun? Uh, I like to play the game. I like oh, to be, play. Be, yeah. Uh, yeah, what's I like your the, game? 2K. 2K? Oh, uh, yeah. Go get this. I like Mortal Kombat. Go get at them. GTA. Right. Shit like that. <laughs> now, my daughter, GTA, she beat GTA like... I guess you have multiple ways that you can beat GTA, right? Yeah. So she beat GTA each way that you can beat GTA. <laughs> yeah. At first, I was just driving around. Like, That's me. So <laughs> GTA came out back in the day. We just blowing stuff up, playing the game. You know, we weren't doing yeah. no missions. I mean, every now and then do a couple missions. Do a couple missions. But you know, it was mainly you just trying to get away from the... You know what I mean? Flipping so out cars and shit. <laughs> now, 2K with the game, man, nah, I'm, you, you'll probably drag me yeah. on that. I'm no good with this. I'm no good on the sticks. Damn. I was always outside. You know what I yeah. mean? So I was never video gaming for me. Although, I grew up in that video game era. It was just no video game what? for me for some reason. I don't know. I don't, I, I, that's all I used to do. That Like, I grew up around a lot of brothers. So uh-huh. that's all we used to do all the time. Just play the game. Eat, wrestle, that I type of the, shit. And I had the, the systems. I just didn't. You just didn't. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> we'll get them and it's like, yeah, I play it for a little bit. Then I'm outside. You know what I mean? I would rather be yeah. outside than inside. Plus, I think it was back in the day. You know how it is. Your mother say, you want, you're not going to keep coming running in and outside. Yeah. So by that time, I'm just I'm just gone. You know what I mean? So, yeah, yeah. But we got how to act. You got it dropping. When is How to Act going October to October 22nd. October 22nd. That's coming October up. October 22nd. Yes, sir. What can people, what can the, what can the listeners expect to hear from How to Act? What can y'all expect? Oh, well, hell, we don't let them hear some of it. <laughs> you know what I'm yeah, yeah. I'm, I mean, yeah, just don't expect nothing going into it. Just listen with an open ear. We're going to have to. Oh, you know what? It's all good because guess what? <laughs> This gonna drop after 
Yeah, you know yeah, yeah, yeah. So the songs will already be out, y'all. When y'all listen to this, you know what I'm saying. Hopefully, y'all. When y'all listen, hopefully, when y'all listen to this, you go back and you go grab that. How to act? Sure. Stream that for Susie. Purchase that for Susie. Mm-hmm. We gotta make sure we stand behind these artists. This is a female artist. This is a dope female artist. Dang. This is. The female Lil Boosie. Make sure y'all tap in. You know what I'm saying? So where can people find you at on social media? Um, where can they find your music at? Where can they tap in? Uh, I'm on all streaming sites as far as socials. My name's on there is um, S-U-Z-I-E-T-A-T-Y-A-N-A. Susie Tatiana. Susie Tatiana. Make sure y'all tap in to Susie Tatiana. Well, Susie, I know you got a, you got a studio session coming up here at 3. You finna go in there? How long? How, 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 how long of a block you got today? Uh, it's from three to seven. Three to seven. Okay, you got a nice little block then. Yeah. How many? You got some? You go, you plan on going in there and um, you got everything that you go together that you're going to record, or you can go in there and create too. I shit, yeah, more so just going there and create. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Also, so do you when you? I know you said you write. Mm-hmm. Now when you go to the studio, do you bring your songs with you, or do? Oh when, yeah, or do I always you go got when you just. I always got my studio pack on me, okay. <laughs> <laughs> which is the notebooks, my beats, my, my Rubik's Cube, you know, everything that I need for the session that, like, if I do want to write or if I do just want to go in there and freestyle, grab some ideas out the mm-hmm. book, I can do it, you know, name of the Name of the project? Uh, 17. 17. Yeah. Back to pop. That's what's up. I think you got. I think for some reason you're gonna have to drop something, a project EP called Rubik's Cube. Called Rubik's Cube. <laughs> hey, I was thinking. I ain't gonna lie. <laughs> do something. I'm. I'm envisioning the uh, the cover yeah. right now. You what's, know? What's the cover? Maybe it might be a single. You <laughs> yeah. know what I'm saying? With just the Rubik's, Rubik's Cube. Cube. You know what I mean? Yeah. So simplistic. You know what I yeah. mean? Less is more. Exactly. You feel me? So that's that's what it is right there. Um. I'm glad that I'm glad that you 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 were able to stop through to the podcast today. Um, check us out if I missed anything. Um, anything that any last words that you need to say? Any other things that you want to plug before you get out of here? Um, let me know. Go ahead. The mic is yours. Uh, I really appreciate you for having me. No doubt. Um, again, my name is Susie Tatiana. S U Z I E T A T Y A N A. I got How to Act dropping on October 22nd. Y'all go check that out. Stream that for me. Repost, you know. Man, we definitely going and we definitely going to do our part here at the World's Illest Podcast. We're going to spin this song. We're going to spin How to Act on the next podcast. We're going to spin that Susie Tatiana <laughs> on the next podcast. I'm, is that Susie Tatiana going to be on this new project? It is. All right, well, I can't spin that right now, y'all, until the project drops. So I'm going to wait on I'm gonna, we gonna, we going to wait on that. <laughs> but she definitely got some dope music. We're going to keep that. We're going to keep everything in the vault um, when that project drops. Y'all go drop. Y'all go grab that. We gonna see if we can set up Susie to come back when that project drop. We may do a listening party. I don't know. For sure. You know what I mean. So if we can do it, not a listening party, but a <laughs> listening session to where we can spin some songs and she can tell the audience um, about the songs and where she drew the inspiration from from the songs and so on and so forth. So y'all make sure that y'all tap in with Susie. Um, again, she's on all social media platforms. She is also on all um, 
digital media platforms as well. So y'all go in, y'all go tap tap in right now. Check that out. It's a female little boosie here on the World's Illest Podcast. And you guys already know that the world we live in can sometimes give us a distorted view. But here, it's all about having a clearer view through conversation. So thank you for now seeing Susie through my eyes. Peace, love, blessings. You are now tapped in with Through My Eyes with One Eye. With eye the world podcast. Don't forget to tap into the. Hey yo, hey yo, hey yo, hey yo. Ultra Magnetic TV. If you see that gamble score, powered by audio plug music. This is none other than your boy Ill Will, One Eye Willie, and this is the world's illest podcast. Through my eyes with One Eye Willie. What up? What up? What up? What up?